Hey folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard, and of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I'm here, and it's a, a beautiful night for a podcast. Beautiful night for a podcast, and as always, sitting beside me, driving me insane, is the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, Real Redneck Don Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? It's hot. I'm here. I'm ready to go. I walked over. It's colder tonight, a little bit windy, not as nice as it has been, but still a nice night for a walk. Apparently, you either had some caffeine or took a nitro shot, Bill. <laughs> this, tonight's weather report is brought to you by Don Miller and the Red Dead Country Podcast. This, this time change is killing me. Is it? Oh, oh, oh do uh, tell us how it's affecting your retired life. We all want to hey, know. Hey, I was going to comment when you said one day closer to retirement, kidding around. I was going to comment, man. When did you're he say that? It's easier when you're retired than when you're working. Let me tell you. We Somebody, get phone my, calls. my dad, mom and dad tell me that, too. Oh, my I don't gosh. Know. Uh, the last two days, I'm on bill. the go constantly. I haven't even had a chance to watch TV. I was, How I've is been, it possible that when you're retired, you got that much going on? It's when you work, family. No, let me tell you. You were able to fit all family. kinds of stuff in. Let me tell you what it is. It's, it's because family. when they hit that age, they pencil in nap time. Nap time <laughs> no, is actually no time. doing something. I, so, have, I don't oh, nap. Oh, don't make me mute your mic. I so, don't nap. Uh, yeah, I don't well, nap. That he remembers because I, he's napping. Yesterday, I got my first walk at four in the afternoon. That's how busy I was all oh day. Oh, my gosh. Today, I took, I took a break and I, I was in London. I did a walk in London to get it in. All right. Check this out. Let me break this down, Bill, because now if you ask him to do something because he's retired. Oh, my gosh. Dad, can you do this for me? He's got to pull out his planner and look at all this. And what is in there? But like they, when they hit that age, they, they, they schedule lunch. They schedule naps. They schedule their TV programs. There's all no things. naps. There's Hold no on. lunch. There's no watching TV. <laughs> I'm going to put his mic. It's car repairs. It's doctor visits. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So. What so what it is, Bill, is those things now become activities. So now it oh, looks to them the, outings. What, what, yeah, what we take for granted as our downtime, like, oh, I finally got some time. Were you that busy? No, I actually got to watch TV. For them, are you busy today? Yeah, I had to watch my TV. They become yep. they become actual tasks because they don't have work to have tasks. So that is their task. That is my theory. Yeah. Because let me tell you, if you ask him to do something and it's like, well, I have a nap at two o'clock. Can I ha can I do it before then? I don't nap. How many times have I got to say that? There are no naps. Uh huh. You're, you're one smack away, Todd. From <laughs> I didn't get supper he's last a, night until 7.30, and I ate alone, and I took a hamburger to my wife oh, over to oh, her brother's we'll tell at you 9 o'clock so she could have supper. We'll tell you because why. Because she was dealing with her brother all day. But first off, but first off, Bill, let me tell you that he is we, he is one comment from me calling my mom and getting her on the horn. And, and she'll tell you. we'll get the real story. She'll tell you. She'll tell you. <laughs> wow. Uh -huh. I, I'm anxious to see one day, one time when when your mom actually gets on this it's call. gonna happen we'll just call her up we'll just put yeah. her on the spot i'm sure she'll love that <laughs> i'm sure she would i like that yeah. idea we might have to maybe next podcast it'll just be like hey let's just let's just call my mom we'll get the real skinny five minute conversation you'll, you'll that's get all the we real need skinny i'm telling I'm, you i'm sure you get hung up She's on too busier than okay. i am Okay, so let's go here first then, Bill, because All he right. didn't get to walk till 4 o'clock yesterday. He didn't get supper till 7. So, Dad, what did you do this week? Well, 
what I'm really excited to tell hey, here you Here you go. I went trap shooting last night what, without what? you. What? Because you were working. What? Wait a minute. How did you find time? Because you're so busy. It's every Wednesday night and you know that. <laughs> I don't know how he found That's time. That's why I'm busy. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's the list says. But, but he didn't get to eat until 7 o'clock. Now you know why. Hear this. Yeah. Hear this. Todd couldn't go last night. He's. He had commitments with his job. So, so, so for the record, I can't verify any of these facts are true. And so far, but Bill his and conversations that are happening right now are not instilling I'm confidence. I'm going to smack them, Bill. That these are yeah, truthful, I know. I know. These are truthful but facts. I tell you what, <laughs> if there's one person in this world, I believe it's your dad. So. Both Bills can verify. <laughs> Bill and right, I. What happened, what happened last night? How did you do? Bill Vokes and I, we, we were there before four o'clock. And then how did you do a, your walk? See, I'm a confused. Few, a few guys there shooting and, and Colt McLeod was there. Dan. With Dan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Bill. Uh, Malcolm. Malcolm. Bill Malcolm. So Bill and I went out to shoot and it was three of us shooting. Another person was shooting. And I just, I said to Bill, I'm going to take my time and I'm going to really make sure with my shoulder, everything's in place. And I hit a 25. You did. I hit a 25. Outstanding. And then I went back Allegedly. Out, and then they can verify it. I went back <laughs> out for another round. Bill and I went back out Allegedly. with, with a, a couple other shooters right away. My arm was a little tired. I hit a 21. I hit the first 10, and then I lost four in the last 15. And that kind of that kind of made me blue. That kind of put me down. I thought, oh, made man, me 21. Blue. But the arm, the arm got tired in a hurry. <laughs> So yeah. I said to Bill, I'm going to rest for 15, 20 minutes. I'm not going to shoot again for 15, 20 minutes. If you want to go, go ahead. He's, oh, I'm in no rush. He was enjoying visiting. We were No social. rush because they're retired. Yes, we were social distancing. It was our evening out. My wife wasn't even going to be home. Was she was so busy. I was going to eat supper on my own, which I knew. <laughs> so I went out 20 minutes later and I hit a 24. Hmm. So I'm pretty pleased that's so coming back. If we go to an ATA shoot, you can shoot it. You just got you just need like half an hour in, in between. between rounds. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> it's gonna rest the arm. <laughs> we got, so so he's gotta break the machine or something or I don't like these targets. Yeah. Yeah. Do make it make an adjustment. <laughs> that's good though. I mean it's one step closer now that you get your Oh, it's getting there. Your it's getting coming there. Up there. I, I was yeah, I was really pleased. I'm the arm's out further on the four stock than it has been and the gun was going where I wanted it to. It really felt good. But oh I was glad to hit that twenty five and hit a twenty five since I fell. And I hit a twenty five and a twenty four. In fact, Bill was struggling and uh because we shoot together, I don't get a chance to stand behind him or watch him. But I, I was taking my time, so I was paying attention to him and then taking my time before I shot. So I said to Bill, you're letting those targets go too long. I think what you're doing is you're not chasing them and you're stopping the gun when you get to them. He says, I know I'm stopping the gun. I says, well, shoot a little quicker. You got, we got, we're only going to shoot one more round. I said, try and get them a little quicker, but keep that gun moving through them. Don't stop. Go for them quick and keep going. So at the end of that round, I said, uh, I was concentrating so hard on another 25, which I missed one. Uh, I said, how would you do? He says, I shot a 23. Did so he really? He shot a 23 did last really? Day. Yes, he did. Oh, he was really pumped. He was pleased. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. Uh, the weather's starting to turn now. We got no more snow. And yeah, less actually, I reached out to, yeah. our, less, I reached out yeah. to our local uh, 
gun club here and asked a bunch of questions about COVID rules and membership and if we're going to be able to shoot and stuff. And so, yeah, we're, and then? we're starting to get back into that mode. Yeah, well, wasn't as, as promising as I wanted to, wanted yeah. to hear. But Nobody's got you know, answers, right? No, and they, they said, uh, you know, John International, and I'm not speaking on their behalf at all. I'm just having a conversation here. But uh, I, I reached out and I said, hey, I'm, I'm looking to, to get back into – uh, shooting on a more regular basis and I've never been a member when I was asking if, if we needed to be a member in order to shoot now. And, um, if that's the case, are you accepting memberships? And, uh, the answer was kind of, we're not really gonna, uh, talk about that until after April 1st, they, they, they must have a general meeting or something on April 1st to try to figure out what their year is going to look like. And, but uh, they're going to get back to me and let me know. But if they're not, if they're not taking, but they're actually operating under what you guys are probably doing too, under a COVID uh, reduced yeah, number hour type COVID stuff. So, yeah. yeah, COVID restrictions, and and she basically made it sound like that. Uh, unless you were a member, you know, please stay away for yeah. now. We'll let you know after April first. Well, so. our summer, our winter inner club is really not the same as it was, but they've they've got a scaled down inner club, and then the next one is this coming Sunday at Vershoyle. And so I'm really thinking about maybe shooting it. 50 targets, 25 singles, 25 handicaps. So I'm really thinking about shooting it. So Bill Malcolm said, hey, if you think you're going to, you call me, I'll fit you in a squad because right now you shoot by appointment. Your squad shows up at a time, you shoot, and then you leave. Ah, crap. And a hole just opened up on my squad. Yep, there we go. (laughs) I think you should should be okay doing that with the fact that you can wait between rounds you know you're not gonna yeah. shoot your, you're not gonna shoot them back to back yeah you, you, you try but they usually have a, a bit of a delay so yeah, yeah. but yeah it, I, i'm really seriously thinking about maybe giving it a whirl just see how i do because right only now, one way to try good. yeah Test it out, just give it a try yeah good deal yeah yeah right so, on. well what'd you do this week bill well i mean this is kind of where i wanted to to go and branch off but this week was a very expensive week for me Oh, so, I like this. Well, Can I live do, vicariously yeah. through you on spending money? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. What did we buy? It was a very expensive week this week. I bought my my son a hunting license. So I had a had a epiphany in it that that came through to me that he is no longer an apprentice hunter. The second he turns 15, he he branches over into needing his own license his he gets his own outdoors card yep. he can apply for his own doe tag now has to have his own turkey license it means double the tags you get to burn at the end of season four times because my daughter my wife my son and Man, my- you just throwing paper away <laughs> yeah this is what the almost guy does I, I, fire starter has now to you come guys from gotta somewhere. buy your tags so on new year's eve we got something to start the fire with <laughs> Tag suit. But, so <laughs> I come to find out that, you know, when he turned 15, all that happened, which is fine. So I spent, because I told my kids, you know, I'd buy your first one. Yeah. So, and the first one is three years. So it was $170 for getting him started with the small game license. Sport three fishing. Years. Sport, what's that? Sport fishing. No, doesn't need it. I mean, he's not of the age yet that he needs oh, a sport fishing eh? license, but he needs his outdoors card, three-year small game. I bought him a spring turkey tag, and I bought him his uh, his pretty, deer. You're pretty optimistic, aren't you? Well, I mean, it, <laughs> the way I figured, if, if we go out shooting, 
uh, well, shooting turkeys. I should say, you, yeah, you're probably not wrong because he's been messaging me on the side asking if he can come down and hunt with us. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's in a heartbeat and you get himself down there, you know. My gosh, he thinks he's funny. I'm telling you. He, it, I'm on fire today. He thinks yeah, he's, he's so funny. I, I, I can't really take this, Bill. No, I know. It's just the, the way it goes. The main it's, thing, it's, if he wants to go out with you and enjoy it, he has to have a tag in his pocket. And that's, that's worth it. the price of admission. Right there. But Whether the other thing. Whether you don't, that's the worth the, worth the price of fire start. The, But it, it came to my mind also that he now has to have a miner's permit for his um, like possession acquisition license. He yeah. can't buy a gun with this because uh, he can't acquire. But I, I have to, if I want him to hunt beside me in a duck blind or a turkey field. With his a, own a, gun. With his own gun, he needs a miner's permit. So I went through that process and that cost me another $30 to, to get that. So it was a, it was a $200 a week. Now you got to buy him a gun. Well, and this is where I'm going because I messaged you and I want to talk about this on the podcast because I, I, I need your opinion from the two of you as to what your thoughts would be to start a youth off. Krieg off or is nothing. It, <laughs> yeah. Right. Krieg off Parasi. Right. So it, it, back, it, back to smack him would you please oh no <laughs> kidding he thinks he's if, so uh, funny if you were to start your kid off and he's about todd's size now i mean uh, <laughs> easy bill i'm the comedian a, tonight yeah that's it but he is he's about your size he's actually just about my height now believe it or not and uh would it be a pump or a semi Bum, bum, bum. I don't know, Dad. You want to answer this? I know what I did. It, I guess price range is going to be the the factor, right? Yeah. So I've got a couple. Yeah, we could go down a we can go down a road. I think the first thing, my thought process is the very first thing you need to decide because in my thought process, you don't want to put it off because you can't afford it. Right. So if you're looking at a gun that's out of your price range, you're like, well, I'm going to wait because you want to hunt this spring. And there's no it, like it would be better to have an inexpensive gun and in the turkey woods than to sit out turkey hunting because you're trying to save up for a more expensive gun. Because a See, gun I, is a I, gun I is a gun I'm really worried at, about at this the spring. point. To be honest with you, I'm not really worried about the spring because of the amount of time it's going to take me to get his miner's permit. Uh, They're saying it's up to four months. And really, so he I, could use yours because, I mean, right. You and him both carrying one. He might as well just have it anyway. Yeah, I'll call for him because if anybody's <laughs> going to shoot one, it's going to be my kid, not me, or my daughter, not me, or my wife, not me, or my brother, not me, for that matter. I'd like to get him out of the turkey. Which is awesome. I, I kid, I kid. But, okay, so regardless, that that's my first thought process is, A, is price point, right? So I, I will prelude all of that by saying if you can't afford it, I would say a better quality autoloader. And only from experience and not from owning uh, a lesser valued, and I don't even want to get into brand names. I'm just going to say because I know you could probably get a decent one, and the next five could be lemons, and so people would argue with me. Can I can I intervene here for a second? Yeah, I, like, I, I can make it really too. simple. I would not own an auto loader unless it was a Benelli Super Black Eagle. That was what I saved for for a lot of years. Finally got one, and any gun you had before that's going to sit on the shelf. That's my duck and goose gun. That's my turkey gun. Flat out. I don't take any other gun 
hunting waterfowl well, or turkey. So, and you could argue Beretta A400 so, or a Super Black Eagle. I right? would not put a lot. If you can't afford that now, I wouldn't put a lot of money into a gun that you're going to sit on the shelf. I had yeah. um, I had a buddy that we bought. I was using an 870 pump. Right. And I, I like a longer barrel and there was a, a really short window when the, I I've always had an 870 pump. It was the first gun that I started hunting with. I bored one, then I bought it and then I bought a, a new one. But when I, when I bought my new one, it was because it had a 30 inch barrel, a waterfowl edition, which is hard to find now. Right. Uh, Cause I like a longer barrel. I know a lot of guys are going like, Oh, 24 inch barrel. I don't like it. You swing too quick. It's too short of a, of a swing cycle. You'll swing past a lot of waterfowl hunting guys like them cause they can go through the Turkey woods, but I'll tell you what, and just to, for ease of carry, a longer barrel is going to give you a better pattern and, and make you a smoother swing. But regardless, so I bought that. I, at the same time I had a buddy, he bought an auto loader of about the same price. So that's, I won't mention the brand names that I don't want to get into bashing this or that, but he bought an autoloader that was about the same price as my 870 waterfowl, you know, Magnum three and a half inch, yada, yada, yada. And so that gun, I don't know, two or three hunts goose hunting that he only came with us. He was at the time we were using those goose shells that come down over top of you, right? The chairs look like giant decoys. He was in that thing with that gun torn apart three, three hunts, all three times as we were shooting flocks coming in. Yeah. He was out of the mix. He couldn't shoot. Madder than a hornet. Cause that thing jam up. Wouldn't it would cycle one shell and stop and get stuck. And then he had it apart and then he cut his finger and everything else. And I'm thinking, man, if you just bought an 870, you'd be rocking and rolling right now. This is where where my thought thought process is in twofold. First, I, I I started off with the Remington 870 express Uh, not the, uh, and I loved it. I've shot turkeys, ducks, geese, you know, partridge, whatever. It's, it's my go-to. And it also taught me to pump because it, with an auto loader, my feeling is on a new kid on a flock of geese coming in, it's three shots before he even knew what he shot. Yeah, but I can, I, I've, I've made a video on YouTube. It's actually on the Redneck Country channel, I believe, where I can discharge an 870 faster than I can my Benelli Super Black Eagle. Okay. And when a flock comes in and you're that excited and you're brand new, you pump three shells. You don't even know you did it. <laughs> one, two, three. And it's it doesn't one, matter. two, three. Nothing falls. And you're like, <laughs> and dad would look at me and go, I said, I, I, don't, I didn't get any. Well, which one did you pick out? Uh, I just shot, man. I don't even remember. I was just that pumped. <laughs> I'd like to, you know, for me, I'd like to get a get a semi for two reasons. One, my wife hates my 870. We took her to the uh, um, the uh, Redneck Hunter Classic that you guys did a couple of years ago, and she came back with a bruise on her face, like. Uh, I, I was going to get questions from the, the locals are telling you. But <laughs> Little do they know took, it would be the other way around if that actually you know, she, unfolded. She would whoop me in a heartbeat. <laughs> She's a better shot than I am too, and I can't run that fast. So <laughs> She also drinks coffee, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. I shot me a tea a couple minutes ago, but thank you very much for bringing that up. you got to remember that I've been shooting geese and ducks since I was 15 years old. And... At that time, everybody shot the uh, the Remington 870 or the Winchester Model 12. And I shot that Model 12 for for ducks, geese, everything, and trap. I even put a saddle on it to give me the, the rise and the comb. And so I shot everything until I shot it to death for years and years. 
And then I went to a trap gun and a super black Eagle, but uh, there's nothing wrong with a pump. Now I even had a, a BPS when my Winchester was almost dead. Yeah, we got you a I, uh, Todd and the family. I don't know who all I know. Everybody, uh, yeah, yeah it's too a, dang expensive a, for just one person. I got a to new buy Browning it. BPS for my birthday. The only trouble is they're bottom ejection, and for some reason, in the excitement of, of hunting geese and ducks and shooting, it would jam up, and I couldn't figure out why. Well, when I'd come up out of that blind, sometimes I wouldn't get my hand far enough forward on the on the uh, Four. forearm, and my hand, my the palm of my hand would just come over the opening where it ejected. Every once in oh, a while, a shell it. would catch the palm of my hand and jam up. So, I sold it to my son-in-law. And then bought the Browning Super Black Eagle. Benelli. See, the I'm Benelli, leaning yeah. towards the Super Black Eagle. Um, and, and I got to say, my, my pennies, don't get me wrong, but my wife, it, it fit her. I mean, she's got little tiny arms like you do, Todd. Yeah, yeah they, so, they, they got a shorter stock on them. They're good for that. And, and my, my son's arms are about the same size as my wife, so it would fit both of them easy. And I could shoot the, the semi if I wanted to and give my son the pump just to, you know. And they're not gas operated. They're mechanical. So you don't lose the pressure from the gases operating your mechanism. They hit hard. They're inertia driven. So, and that's the difference, right? So there's a lot of guys that would be, that that are seasoned, that listen to this going A400 before the super black Eagle. But it's, 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 it's an argument. Six of one half dozen of the other. We're, we're, we're all shooting me, Scotty, dad, I'll shoot super black Eagle twos. And they don't fail us. And I know, Dad was very hesitant for a long time because of the auto loader and like coming up in his age, auto loaders jam. That's just how it is. Well, that's it. Auto loaders for rifles, Uh, like a a rifle, you got to take your ammunition a little bit more serious because if you don't get the right ammunition, it champs. Yep. So, but let me tell you. I am a testament because you know how often I clean guns. Yeah. (laughs) And I've not had a problem yet. And I've had that gun, what, five years now, Dad? So, yep. I would go, like, if you can't afford the Benelli right now, I would go with a, with the 870 or a, I don't even know if you could find a Winchester Model 12 now with choke tubes because you need it for no. steel and lead. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you're only going to be a two and three steel. quarter inch, right? Where, Where yeah. I like I like three and a half inch because they don't make four inch yet. But, I mean, you listen to our podcast with uh, the good Jimmy Muller, and he'll tell you that three inch, 1,300 feet per second, is all you need. As long as it's choked properly. Right? But That's pretty much what he was saying. I like the versatility. I, I roll, I've always rolled three and a half inch. Now this year I might switch it up because of Jimmy, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I but, was thinking seriously, ordering a set of his choke tubes for my Benelli. And just see how that works. And then you know that they're right on yeah. the money because he's done the tests on them. I use them for my Caesar. Do you shoot uh, your Benelli uh, for turkey hunting? Oh, I do. Yeah. I use it for you everything. Sure. Everything but rabbit. rabbits. Yeah, I have a turkey choke. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's a consideration. And I know the 870s have gone down in quality a lot from from when, you know. Yeah, I, I don't say, know. I, I've I got, it, like, I mine's, I don't know. How old is it? I, I had a, my first gun was a Wingmaster my 870 Wingmaster, and then when I bought that new one, but it's probably 15 years ago now, maybe a bit more, I bought that Waterfowl Express Super Magnum, and it, it's decent. Now, I did, I will tell you, Bill, that I put a big, because I, I was a, uh, a smaller-framed individual, so mm. I, I put a big limb saver recoil pad on it, 
So, yeah. and I felt that helped a lot, especially shooting three and a half inch shells. But when the geese are coming in or the turkey's there, you don't even notice it, right? Because no, you're, you're, you're pumped, you're it's, focused on the game. So, but, but I did, I, 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 uh, I put that limb saver. First thing I, I did, I bought it when I bought the gun, I got the limb saver recoil pad. I ripped off the Remington one, put the, the limb saver on. It's a little bit thicker, felt good, nice and squishy. And, uh, and at 870 now, uh, aside from, I, I know if we had Scotty on the podcast, his first gun was a Mossberg, not his first gun, but his, his recent gun up until he got the Benelli Super, but no, cause he bought an 870 in between. So when he first started hunting with us, he had a, a Mossberg 525, three barrel combo. And he, he just didn't like it. It worked fine. I mean, he shot lots, everything. He just didn't like it. He just didn't the like fit it. Or the, the I don't, or? I don't just, just would complain about it all the time. Just did not like it. And one time, yeah. uh, he, I think we've shared it when we were talking, but he pulled the trigger on a Turkey and that thing, it was light, right? Like, because the composite is, is a little bit less expensive than an eight seventies composite was at the time I bought mine. So the lighter the gun, the more you're going to notice kick. Cause it's the, the weight's not there to eat up the recoil. He pulled the trigger on a Turkey. That thing bounced up, smoked him in the, in the head. Like, and he was holding on to it. And he's a big dude. Oh, I was with him that yeah. day. I was yeah. sitting behind him trying to film with my camera and that gun come right past his ear, went right over my shoulder, went ended up behind him. And he, that's it. I'm, I'm. He's done. Got rid of it. <laughs> he went and bought an 870. And then yeah, he that used that for a while. That would be the defining moment right there. Yeah. He, he used that for a while until we all got the, the Super Black Eagle 2s. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I need to worry about it until midsummer or something. Hopefully, maybe the availability and the price will come down. I don't know if the price will come down. I think they're about 1800 bucks. Is, well, see, is and, and I know you might be different because you've been around, but I, if we're going to talk about this, like we're talking for anybody listening to the podcast that has got the same questions, I think you also can't discount the used market. Is there, is there a strong enough used market that like I, I always, I'm real hesitant to buy used on a 391, like, like something like that. Like, so the a 400 came out and, and a lot of guys that had the 391 would jumped to the, to the a 400. So I bet you, you could find some, some 391s. I bet you, you could find some super black Eagle ones and twos now that the three's been out for a while. Yeah. Right. So, and I, I believe if you're in the right circles now, because of where we are, it's tough to find used guns because it's tough to advertise them, right? But yeah. I mean, you could look at various sites. I know Canadian Gun Nuts is is always got guns on there for sale, and it's a like buy at your own risk kind of thing. You make sure who you're dealing with and everything else. Um, but the other the the best way that I find is to be hanging at a gun club and just start asking questions. Go to a yeah. gun club and start asking who's got a gun for sale. That's how I got my first gun, right? Was guys at the gun club. I only own one gun that I've bought new, and that's the short-barreled Ithaca 20 gauge. Even the long-barreled Ithaca 20 was a used gun. My uh, my muzzle loader for deer was a used gun. My Model 12 was a used gun. My LC Smith was a used gun. Oh, sorry. I own two new guns. because I was going to say, the Benelli is a the brand Benelli new gun. Brand yeah, new. it was I, brand I new. wanted one of them for years, and I finally got it. Every trap gun I've ever bought has been a used gun. And, and you always had good luck. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first 870 was decent too, right? Like, and if you buy Your it from a- first trap gun was a used gun. My first trap gun was a Remington 1100 from 1960. I still got it. Still works. Yeah. Um, still every now and then like to play with it, kids. But the- um, Your first Caesar was a used gun. My first Caesar was. Yep. Yep. Until, until doorways opened. Um, but the, um, but yeah, I think also gun club guys, maybe me, me aside- they're, they're that type of person that they take care of their firearms as well. Right. Yeah. So, well, that's the other thing too. I don't want to get a Todd Millard that doesn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, buy a gun. if I bought one from Don Millard, it'd be different than Todd Millard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm kind of hurt by that bill. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I've bought one from Don Millard and it was perfect. You so, had bought one. Yeah. No, I did buy that gun new, but I yes. just, it was taking too long to get onto it. He gave it two weeks. I can't. I don't want to raise the comb. I don't want to change the choke tubes. I'm getting rid of this stupid thing. Yeah. And I appreciate you doing that. (laughs) That's awesome. But yeah. I went to a good home, Bill. I honestly. Thank you. I honestly think like, and again, I've never owned a Mossberg or I've only owned 870, 870s. I mean, I bought some over-unders and stuff like that, but we're. We're talking a, like a, an actual, what I would use, goose hunting. Yeah, uh, three three shots, right. right? I want three shots. I, I'd be looking at an 870 or an A400 or a Super Black Eagle. It just depends on Sweet. your price point. And, and maybe the Mossberg. I, I know guys that I've heard of guys that have them and have no problems with them. So, I mean, why not? But... But yeah, and I mean, there's all kinds of other brands like Stoger now has been bought by, by uh, Beretta way back in the day, Stoger Canada's now, and they've got a bunch, but, um, I, I, I have owned a Stoger pump all three of us, me, you, and my brother-in-law, right, Dan? Mm-hmm. And we got rid of those right promptly. Oh yeah. So that put a, that like they, within we got a month. Them for a good price. We only owned them for about three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was not a fan. Oh my gosh. They just, they just wouldn't function. They jammed. They the, wouldn't the M3000, oh. I think is the auto loader that I, I don't think that I would, I would use. And I said, I wouldn't, it wasn't going to bad mouth brands, but I'm just my experience. I, sure, I can speak to my direct experience at M3000s, nope. that Stoger auto loader back. Now I'm going back some years, right? Maybe they've, maybe they've cleaned them up, fixed them up. I don't know. But so for me, tried and true, cause I've got three of them, Remington 870. And yeah. if you want to spend more money and go to an auto loader and eh, you're at two grand point, roughly, right? You're going with an A400 or a super black Eagle. That's it. And you know what? Right, right now, I, I want to pick something up and I want to pull the trigger and I want it to go bang. I don't want to have to worry about, you know, messing around in the field or if it's going to jam or if it's going to work or, you know, if, if my son's going to be safe. You know what I mean? I, I, yep. I would rather have something that's reliable, that's tried, tested and true. And a new shooter, and, I would also go with a longer barrel. Yeah. These short barrel guns, I'm telling you, it's probably if anybody starts out with their and this is just me talking, people can argue till they're blue in the face with me. It's going to be hard to change my mind because I also have a 24 inch barrel for my 870 and that thing's whippier than crap, man. I mean, like it's if you're hunting rabbits, okay, where you need to swing fast. But I, I, I've done it enough that I have control and I understand. But you got goose and duck and everything else coming and you're trying to swing and line up and focus on that when they're coming into the decoys like the, you're not speed shooting like there goes a rabbit. Whoa, get on it. Right? Like these, you're, you're ready. Get ready. Get ready. Okay, take them. When you come up, you want to be smooth and fluent. And I just find these little short barreled guns are just 
too whippy and a newer shooter doesn't have the control, the eye to bead, to, to target, um, inclination developed fully. And I just think a slower, smoother swing, more deliberate is better than a short, really quick whip. You're going to be, cause they're, they're going to be jacked up. They're going to be fast enough as it is. We have so many, when we do the trap shooting clinic and we have all these new shooters come out and they, we have to hand them a heavier, heavier gun than what they bring a lot of times because they are so fast to jump on that target swing and they swing right on past it. And you can tell them 16. Well, you've been there, Bill, you've been, you've been on the, on that side with us at the trap clinics. So you can tell them till you're blue in the face, you are swinging too fast and they're just, they don't get it. And it's not their, their thought process is probably, I'm not shooting that fast, but it's not that they're shooting too fast. It's that they're swinging way too fast because that gun's so light and then short barrel, it's so whippy. They swing right on past it. So to me, that's a bigger, bigger advantage is, is a longer barrel. Like I said, I, I used to shoot 34 inch straight rifled barrel on my 870 for turkey hunting. I mean, that thing That's is a long barrel. It is freaking awesome. I mean, that thing's a beast. And then put a, put a super tight Turkey choke in that sucker. Oh yeah. She was, she <laughs> was deadly. The only problem was it was only a three inch chamber. Yeah. So I still well, have it. I still got it. But, I guess we'll uh, more to come on this, but I'll put it out there now. We're we're in the market, and we're gonna gonna keep our ear to the the stone and see if there's anything that comes up. And and uh, yeah, I'm hoping by the end of summer, or if the the right thing comes up, we can uh, not to put a pun on it, but pull the trigger on something and yeah. uh, have a, a new gun in the locker that my my son and my my wife and my my eldest daughter can all use and and uh, be successful with right well Mm -hmm. and you could call around to the local gun stores too for their used market and see it just typically you don't see a whole lot of those auto loaders in in stores right guys pay that much money they kind of hang on to them for hunting for a while but there are some that flip them it's just you got to be you got to be on the phone when those you got it when those come in because they're going to go quick and if any employees are there they might snap them up snap those up in a heartbeat but so yeah i saw you spend some money this week too who you did Shh. yeah dog, i'll say that loud and proud you get your <laughs> wife on the phone here i want to tell her right now <laughs> i never heard this what's what, what i don't are? know what you're talking about bill oh carry on what carry did you on. hear bill <laughs> I, I heard well i he posted it uh, two three times and new batteries and cables and, and this that thing for, awesome uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it looked pretty light with you able to hold it up with one hand that only be about what five six pounds or something yeah that's about 142 pounds yeah no doubt and no i doubt. yeah i just that was part of my workout i was kind of stiff arming uh-huh. out there doing my lats but the um <laughs> yeah no it is it is super wicked so i I have, it's for my kayak, but yes, Mm. it is. I have an old lead and I say old lead, but like even my father-in-law has been chirping me on this when we, uh, when we go out there and talk, cause he's an electrician, owns his own electrical company. So I I asked him, you got any suppliers that can get these LifePo for like they're lithium batteries, but they're for Marine, like they're deep cycle lithium Marine batteries. And he's like, what are you talking? He, he, he wasn't even up on it. Right. And I'm like, well, they're, they're kind of newer to the market, I guess. If you're in big, big business or whatever, maybe the lithium batteries for some machinery might be a, a more of a normal thing. I don't know. Cause I think that's where they kind of got their birth when you get this big, but 
I said, yeah, like, okay. So he's like, no. And he has the exact same Marine battery I have for my boat that he has for his boat. And he's like, this is what I got. And I said, well, I have that exact one, but that thing weighs a hundred, like darn near a hundred pounds. Like the thing's a monster. And I can't even remember how many cold cranking amps and amp hours it is. It's like a hundred and change, but it is a beast. And I mean, dad, you've seen me carry it from the dock up to the cottage to oh, charge yeah. it. And it, it's a struggle, just the battery. Yeah. And so I use it for my, my thrower. And so I got to carry a fridge cart because you don't want to be hiking this thing with the thrower through. <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling a fridge cart through the bush with my battery so we can run the, the target thrower, the clay thrower. So I'd done a little bit of research with my kayak and I'm thinking, okay, I'm a, I'm 156 pounds and I'm about to put a battery in there that weighs the same as me. And I've just doubled the weight of my kayak with this freaking thing. And then I ain't carrying it. I tell you right now, <laughs> this whole thing's supposed to be light. And well, and that's it. It's <laughs> agile and light, right? So I get looking online. I'm like, okay, every, and a lot of guys are still running them because yeah, you can buy this battery for like a couple hundred bucks, right? Like, like my, my deep cycle lead based marine battery is just freaking huge and the other issue is you got to replace the darn things every two to three years just because they just don't have the longevity the charges the cycles on them is just it crushes them i don't care what they warn them for i have never had success every two three years i'm buying a new battery for a couple hundred bucks and it drives my wife insane so because it's like hey we got to go fishing oh i gotta go spend money so we can go fishing and i had to buy two new batteries for my boat it's yeah just, they just don't last and yeah they just don't they, they just don't hold up so right now on that battery i thought well i'm gonna keep it around because i still have it so i got the trickle charger on it now i'm trying to bring it back to life but i think it's now three years old i think it's toast i don't think it's gonna hold but we'll see so i do have i actually have a gun for sale so that i can pay off this one <laughs> <laughs> you bought this on credit thinking that you would actually sell this gun. because the wow. first gun i sold was so i could get the kayak i sold my over and under to get the kayak one of my over and unders to get the kayak so now i have another gun so that i could outfit the kayak <laughs> right so, so so the gun if it doesn't sell well the battery's bought and paid for so so, so ladies and gentlemen anybody listening to this please reach out to um podcast at the redneckcountry.com i have a a BT-99 two-barrel in a case a trap gun for sale with briley thin wall choke tubes. <laughs> there you go. So aside from that, yes, this batter, I had ordered it on Amazon because I, my father-in-law did look into it and he's like making fun. He's like, you're going to spend that kind of money on the battery? And really, I didn't think it was that expensive for what you got because if you looked at the lead version that you're going to replace in two, three years is like 300 bucks. So this one was getting closer to five. But it's an, Holy. it's an 80 amp hour. It weighs less than 20 pounds. It comes with like the thing's insane. It comes with two um, high speed USB charges built right in the side of it. It's got a power button. So you push that on. It will tell you the voltages that it's sitting at. So you know when it's going to drain. And so and then the, the are you trying to sell it to me? You know, you, you're you're going to want to sell your two batteries you just bought or take them back, Bill, because this <laughs> is this is the wave of the future. And then it's good for like a, a, a lifespan. They say some of them. It depends on how much you spend. Like there's some really good brand name ones that will get you like 11,000 cycles, which when you do the math, how many times is that thing going to discharge and you're going to recharge it? That's a cycle. So 11,000 times. How many, how, that's insanity. So this one's rated for 5,000 cycles. Well, do the math on how many times you need to drain it and, and charge it. So even if that's bull crap and I only get half of that, dude, that's 10 years. 
Yeah. Plus. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, right. I, I, the, my trolling motor battery is a hundred amp hour battery. It's 62 pounds. It's in front of my boat. It was 300 bucks, right? Yep. <laughs> so this one's just under five. It's 60 or it's 80 amp hours. And it's good for, they say 5,000 cycles and it came with the charger for it. So that's like 50 bucks if you had to buy it. So to my door, I thought that was a, a pretty decent deal. And so th- I do have a BT99 for sale now because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have this battery, but I am amped. So now I'm almost, I got my, I got so much. I'm ready to rock on this. When we, when we have a podcast to talk about, or maybe we start doing a five, 10 minute deal, I don't want to release too much, but oh, we are almost there, Bill. I got to ask a question. What do you, do you have something to connect the battery to yet? For a motor? Yes. I got two. Well, I sold one. So I found out. I, I got my. You're wheeling and dealing. No wonder you, I can't get a hold of you. You're wheeling and dealing. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace <laughs> is my friend. So I have a. Uh, I've always had the, the rear trolling motor, right? Like a little Minn Kota uh, that just. But it has the telescopic handle, which is the, the saving grace for this kayak because it, I can reach it from my 360 degree swivel seat. So it will go on the back. I also had a uh, motor guide bow mount um, trolling motor. And so I thought that would be cooler with the foot pedal and all that jazz. But when I went to look at putting it on and they make the connection plates for mine, you have to say, okay, it's this motor guide and it's this kayak and you get the connection plate and you bolt it on and stuff. It was just too big and obtrusive at the front. And now that I've added the second seat, the second 360 degree swivel seat, I thought that's going to be in the way. And now, I mean, you can buy a used bow mount trolling motor with a remote for a, a decent price. So if I'm going to do the bow mount, I'm going with the remote one that you just wear a lot of lanyard around your neck and no yeah. foot pedal, no nothing. It's wireless, right? And you just, and away you go. So that will be my next step when I get there, but I don't need it because I do have the rear mounted Minn Kota trolling motor, which is nice. So I sold my bow mount, because even on my other boat, it wasn't that like that. We, we ended up, we used it one day. And then when we were fishing, we took it off. We used the Minn Kota on the back. Yeah. We, we used the, the gas to get where we wanted. And then we just used the Minn Kota mostly because dad was in the front and I was in the back and I didn't want him driving. I understand. <laughs> yeah. you know, so you, you, the control side of you says, I need to go where I want to go. That's right. And you can you imagine me going over there and him going whoa, whoa, over yeah. there, over there, over where, over there. What are you doing? Over there. By then the fish are gone. First of all, I wouldn't and he's in the he lake. me because he scares the liver out of me. He doesn't care about logs, rocks. He doesn't care about running the shore. Like, if you go fast enough, you he don't even care that we got five things. minutes of daylight left and we're 10 miles from the cabin. He <laughs> just doesn't care. It up. He just will not <laughs> reel in that really lure. He's selling me on going fishing me. with him in this kayak. I remember we were trout fishing once. Kayaks were like ninjas, Bill. We're going to sneak. We were trout fishing once. We're five miles back off the road, and it's getting dark. And I said, this is not fun getting out of that. That stream, I mean, it meandered through the woods and the valleys back. It didn't go straight. One more cast. And I said, we, it's a long haul back One to more the cast. car in the dark. And all he, and One he, more cast. Finally, the only reason he quit, he says, I think I got something on. He couldn't see. It was pitch black. He caught a trout in the dark. And I said, are you happy now? Yeah, I'm happy now. Let's go home. Like It was a rainbow. It only took us an hour right to find our way out of the stream. It was a rainbow. I was pretty pumped. Dang. And he was going, you're not going to catch. That's a, that's a really shallow run. You can't even tell because it's so dark. Boom. It hits. 
Yeah, that, like he just yeah. won't. This is a, this is the problem. That's like the gambler's mentality. Just just one more. That's one, right. one more. One more. And, and that then all looks of a sudden, like Kenny Rogers. I know well, when to hold him. No, you don't. So uh, all of a sudden you get something, and then that vindicates you for the next time. It says, "See, I told you. One more cast, and I got it." Yeah, I understand how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Call Candace. Tell her you're not making it back. <laughs> Bring your passport. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where we'll end up. That stream, it connects somewhere. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything just, slows no down. We do. He won't quit. He just won't pack up and go home. He just won't. It, it, you just know it. She says to I said to her, well, I said to my wife tonight, I said, you know what? We get started on time. Maybe I won't be so late. And she says, well, I ain't holding my breath. You're going to Todd's. <laughs> so, oh, give me a, it's only because he stops up at the buffet table on his way out the door. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> New dishwasher's already got everything in it. It's put away. No good, more temptation. Good grief. But I'll tell you, Bill, he, I have heard so much and heard so many stories about this new Bodie bot. And I don't like calling it's it a kayak. kayak or a canoe because that gives you the false impression of what it really is. But it's supposed to be so sturdy, and we're going to use it for fishing, and it's going to be so light, and we're hey. going to use it for hunting. Oh, yeah. I went to bed dreaming last night. You going to buy one? No. Nope. I know a guy. Nope. I'm going to use yours. <laughs> the opening day of duck season. Use opening day of duck season. I'm going to tell you right now tonight, Todd. This I'm, I already gonna, I'm already ahead. We're going down to a buddy's of ours, and we're going to put it in the high brushes in the swamp, and we're going to coast in there and wait for the ducks to come in. Exactly. Are we thinking the same person? Well, I'm thinking where There's you. Is the initials KW? Where no? Oh. Where you? Where you shot the snow goose? Oh, there's another good spot. That's times two now. That, oh, I'm torn. Now we have a morning hunt property. and an evening hunt. You can't get in. You can't hunt them from the. You can't hunt ducks or geese in there from. Oh, the and bank. it's a straight drop down. Like it's a, it's a hundred foot down to that pond. And it it has ducks and geese in it. Constantly. And you can't shoot them because they it's it's treed. It's a hundred foot drop off. They come in almost below you through the trees, right? And mm-hmm. you can't even see them till it's too late and they're gone by you. And I thought of that the other day, man. We'll we'll slide that oh, in. See, now he wants. Now he wants. Now, now that makes me a little but concerned. I was also thinking because two of us pulling the trigger <laughs> in that kayak. Yes, it is sturdy. <laughs> I was also thinking that. But I did. I, I went to bed Maybe last we'll night. Maybe we'll take turns. <laughs> I went to bed last night dreaming about putting it in that. It's like a mini lake. And I thought, man, we can get into the little alcoves, one end to the other. Like, <laughs> like oh, drift along the showers. Tether me to a tree. And I thought, this is going to, now, if I could just talk Bill into that first hunt to see how it works with two guns <laughs> yeah. going. Well, I was going to say, Bill, if you wait until after the opening day of duck season, there might, you might, I might know where there's a couple black eagles on the bottom of a drink where you can <laughs> yeah. go get, get them. <laughs> well, where were you thinking? At, at at a buddy of ours where we've gone, me and Scotty went, I don't think you came, but he has a beautifully manicured pond, but on the backside of it is all bulrushes and the ducks that you don't even know they're there because the bulrushes are so high. And unless you see them come in, they swim in through the bulrushes. So me and Scotty snuck in there. We knew oh, they were there. Oh, I know where ah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah, I don't hunt. They're always in there. So what we had to do, Bill, was one of us had to, we paper scissored rocks to see who was going to discharge the one shell. 
to get these ducks in the air. <laughs> yeah. And then you're down one while they launch out of there and then start going and then figure out how the hang are we getting them out See? of those bull rushes. There's, now there's we sneak places. in in the boat. There's two play. I'm pumped now. Ah, see, I just, yeah. I'm just nervous because <laughs> two of us pulling the trigger in this thing. I don't know. I don't know. You can't tip it. That's what you told me. <laughs> I know I said that, but two super black eagles with three and a half inches going off and, and one of them from a, I don't know what you weigh now, dad, two, two and change, two. Yeah. It's no, no different than you and I, you and I set the hook the same time. I don't know. Uh, that first fish. shot's going to put a wave. The second <laughs> shot's going to turn the, turn it into a title. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm under 210 now. I'm working at getting under 200. So who knows? But uh, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, I'm already I'm, I'm way ahead of you. And then I, the same stream that it goes past that, and and then by my in laws, mm-hmm. where I'm going to drift down through that sucker, just drift, because they they just stock that whole stream is loaded with mallards, and, and you just a, you just float on. And by. What about the wood the wood duck stream on the old homestead? Yeah, we can even see, see. Yeah. Now we got to get you a kayak. All Dad. these are going to be so easy to do now instead of wading. A kayak and a giant life jacket. There you well, go. Well, you're gonna need a second one because I need a spot to sit. There you go. <laughs> there we go. See, so we got to get more kayaks. See, see, I knew you guys would come around. Well, it's either I buy a gun or a kayak, and right now I think I can do better with the with with the gun. And, yeah, you do both. And, Better yeah, to ask right. forgiveness than to ask permission. I see that's your mentality with the battery. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gun for sale. It's going to, mm-hmm. trust me, trust me. It's, we're good. I price them, <laughs> I price them well. I price them to move. Yeah, I saw that. You got in Facebook jail because of it. Too, didn't you <laughs> you got to be quick. You needed mm-hmm. somebody to hit that sucker within 30 minutes or you're <laughs> getting jammed up. I'll tell you what. Now I'm under that's a it. warning. But, uh, ah. but yeah, we're okay. I figured it out, though. I'll get another post out there. It'll, Robin's, it'll, it'll Robin's happen. Robin's racing. You're, you're all right. That's right. That's right. And, and just to finish this off, because I know we're getting to the time, but now that you brought up social media, I have a bit of an update from last week's rant. On did my, I bring up social media? On my yeah, trolling. I I did, well, you you did, you did, you did. So to, I, I made a meme, which I thought was very clever. So first off, I'm watching the Grammys. Don't even get me started on that stuff. Cause my, my daughter is making my 13 year old yourself started is making me watch. <laughs> yeah. Right. So my, my 13 year old's making me watch this, this thing. So anyway, I'm watching it and this Dua Lipa, Dua, D-U-A space L-I-P-A. So never it's a, even heard of it exactly before. right. So I'm like, my, my daughter's like, do a lipa one, do a lipa one, and I'm like, what the, what are you talking about, do a lipa, and I'm like, so automatically my brain goes in one direction, and not the band. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. So my brain goes in one direction, and and then uh, the I continue to watch it, and I'm like, that the lady's name is do a lipa. Like, what is that? I'm like, my dad's like, well, what did you think it said? I'm like, I figured that we were finally watching something cool. And like, Dua Lipa is when you get a double header on bass. That's a double lipper. That's a Dua Lipa. Yeah, so, that's a short form for that, isn't it? Right, I thought 
that was pretty clever. I'm like, yeah, that's my kind of Dua Lipa. And of course, her 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 boyfriend there, Andrew's on the Snapchat thingy because he's he's watching the Grammys COVID style with us on this FaceTime deal. <laughs> so it's like he's there, but he's not, but he is. So he starts laughing and I'm like, right, that's pretty good. That's a, that's a Dua Lipa. I catch two bass at one time. So I made a meme and I thought it was pretty funny. And of course... Want to try and promote the Redneck Country podcast, so I slapped the logo in there when I make the meme, and so then I fired it over, and and it got quite a few views. I mean, we're over I don't know twelve thousand plus views on that meme, and so I posted it in a couple fishing th- chats because I mean, who else is going to get it, right? Like that's pretty humorous right. to me. So I put yeah, it in a couple clever. of those, and yeah, and some people are like, yeah, and the one guy puts a picture up of him actually holding two bass on one lure, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's a do a lipa right on it everybody's like yeah 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 and a whole bunch are howling one guy today one dude says stupid meme to promote another lame podcast this should be fun and so that's what he said that's what he said so a normal person and i wanted to give some more i don't know background to todd's trolling i guess if you want to now that i know i'm a troll so and this is not on my fake account this is straight up me So I'm like, the guy says this and I'm like, I know, right? Like what happened to the Facebook I would come to for scientific facts and a hundred percent education. And what happened to all those podcasts that everybody loved? Even the angry people, even those people that apparently need a hug. I said, what's this online world coming to? So then I said, PS virtual hugs your way, my man. Hopefully some positivity hits your way at some time, some point. Then I said, PPS, By the way, I think you should make sure everyone knows how stupid this post and that podcast is and share it and let the world know. (laughs) So I just wanted to give an example of the Todd troll (laughs) on versus going like, yeah, you're an idiot. No, 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 no. We have some fun. So now that comment is getting more likes than the actual me. So you have too much fun in, in one day. And now I got that giant battery that'll run my phone for five months. Oh yeah, the, the memes coming from you are going to be endless. <laughs> I can so. I can meme on the on the kayak. I can meme if we're at a cottage with no hydro. I'm good to go. Uh, the, the world is not ready for you, Todd. <laughs> I've been saying that for forty two years. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh wow. Well, I think that's a good spot to end it for tonight. On I agree, that yep. was a good one. Well, I'm just going to tell you, good luck in uh, in your decision on your firearm, and good luck in hunting for one. And, I'm going to do uh, some digging for you, Bill. If on the used market side, I'll let you know what I find out. Appreciate it, much yeah. much appreciated. I'm sure gun. my wife might not have the same opinion of appreciation, but <laughs> if you find a good deal. Well, through, yeah, the, through um, the gun club channels, right? There might be some guys that are, I, I know there's guys sitting on a lot. It's just whether they want to sell it. And some uh, just, yeah, I guess I'm not using it. And then they'll give you a good price. And you know it's well taken up. care of. So, yeah. Yeah, it's I, awesome. I have bought five or six Winchester Model 101s used, and I've kept three of them. Uh, the resale price, the resale value maintains, no problem reselling them. But I've kept three of them. One's my main trap gun, the unsingle. One's my doubles trap gun, 101 drop gun doubles. And the other one is my skeet and uh, sporting clays well, gun. It's a four barrel set, a four right? Four barrel set. Yeah. And every Beautiful. one of those was, was secondhand used. And I'm telling you, I love it. All from gun, gun club folks, too. Yeah. And I love all yep. three of them. Yeah. Now I bought two or three others. Remember them, Todd? Yep. But I did sell them off and I kept the three that I liked the best. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, but- my, my fingers are crossed and hopefully something can come up and appreciate you guys keeping your eyes open. So heck yeah. And I hope, deal. I hope listeners got a lot out of this. If they were, if they're asking the same question, right. Coming up Turkey season is good. Good call, Bill. Good Avenue to go down. Appreciate it. All right. All well, right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Okay. You take care, Bill. Talk to everyone in a week. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>